Hey friends, it's Mark James, and today has been one of those days. I'm just trying to upload a podcast, or at least I've, I'm recording obviously now, but I haven't uploaded because Anchor is down. It's been a bit of a crazy day. I just recorded with uh, a great magician called David Kaplan for my other podcast, uh, Talking Shtick. But then I've come to do the, the Hey Friends Everyday podcast, and Anchor isn't working, and I just figured, well... I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this uploaded, but what I need to do is get it recorded so that as soon as I can upload, I can upload. I've just been editing podcasts. Um, I mean, I record Talking Shtick is usually the episodes are like two and a half hours. So I've been doing that for what feels like most of the day. I did my lecture last night for Alakazam, which was super fun. I googled it this morning to look to see if any reviews had gone up because I'm really vain and I I knew that a couple had and I'd been told they were five stars so I wanted to read them (laughs) but had I not known that I wouldn't have looked I just I needed some praise this morning I woke up feeling like you know I wasn't going to get a lot of sympathy from Sarah, who'd asked me to take Joshua to school today. And then when she saw that I was clearly in for a bit of a late night session with some friends on Call of Duty, which more more of that in a second, uh, she took pity on me and offered to take Joshua to school. So I figured that when she got home, I was unlikely to get any sympathy. And I woke up to a row as it, uh, as it begins with, because I was asleep. And I woke up at 830 And someone was already knocking on the door. I didn't know it was 8.30. I just could hear someone knocking. And I knew because I'd heard it. You know when sometimes something that's happening in the real world sort of crosses into your dream a little bit? I knew that they'd been knocking for a while because I thought someone was knocking in the dream. But it didn't make sense in whatever dream I was having, which I don't remember now. But... Then it crossed, like my real world brain came online and the knocking continued and I realized that it had crossed between the two and the knocking must, of course, be in real life. So I knew this person had knocked at least twice and then I was awake and then they knocked again and I thought, what the hell does somebody want at whatever time this is? But I knew that Sarah wasn't in bed So it it had at least gone after seven. As it turns out, she hadn't been in bed since four, but we'll come back to that in a minute. (laughs) Uh, I knew it must be at least seven because that's when she gets up if she's taking Joshua to school and going to work herself. So um, I got out of bed and I didn't want to miss who I thought was the postman. So I opened the bedroom window and there was a guy in a high-vis jacket. Now, there's a situation these days, and I've moaned about this on the podcast before. When I was a kid... There was one bin and that bin got collected every single week, always. And then there was two bins and you had to separate, you had to put recycling in one, but they weren't that hot on it, but you know, ideally. And they took those bins, both of them went every single week. And then they decided that they were going to split them up. So one week they took your regular rubbish, your trash, and the next week they took your recycling bin. So they went alternate. Now they've decided that that's still not good enough. So now they take your regular bin once a week and they take your recycling bin if it passes the inspection. So the bin men typically have a little peek in it. And if they can't see anything naughty that's not supposed to be in there, like um, polystyrene, for instance, or, you know, other things, basically it's only supposed to be pre-cleaned. So not only do you have to put glass jars and whatever in, you have to bloody wash them out as well. And they even decided the other week that you can't put them in a bin bag. You used to put them in a bin bag and then you'd throw the bin bag in. But then they decided that having to empty the bin bags at the yard was too much, uh, you know, whatever. 
you, you pay for this, by the way, just so you know, this is not a free service. You have to pay for this shit. So now they want you to put the stuff directly into that bin, which of course means every time you've got recycling, it ends up sitting on some tabletop or whatever in your kitchen, which pisses me right off until someone can be bothered to physically go outside of the recycling bin. Now, I know lots of you are going to offer me advice. Why don't you put it in this? Why don't you put it in that? Just shut up with your advice. I don't need it, okay? I know what I can do. But anyway, and I don't do it. So make of that what you will. <laughs> but anyway, so... It turns out, because we got a new microwave, and the microwave had a plate in it, as they all do, you know, the plate that spins round. And, um, well, I'm a magician, so a lot of plates spin round. But anyway, um, there's a bit of foam that stops that from getting broken. That bit of foam, you know, like polystyrene foam, had accidentally made its way into our recycling bin. And it was on the top. This fella in a high-vis jacket is only a bloody recycling bin auditor. So it's his job to walk around half an hour before the bin men and have a look in your bin and tell you whether or not your bin's not all right. So at half past eight, as it turns out, there's a knock on the door, yada, yada, yada. I open the window and go, hello? And I hear, hello? And I go, yeah. And he finally realizes I'm in the window. I think, what the hell's going on here? Who's this fellow in a high-vis jacket? He says, I'm the recycling bin auditor. I've looked in your bin. The bin men will not take it. It's got polystyrene and other mixed plastics in. I said, can you do me a favour and fuck off? <laughs> and he didn't even argue. He went, okay. And then it... <laughs> and then I messaged Sarah to say I was awake. And she, it turns out she was at the bus stop over the road with Joshua and she messaged back, have you just told the fella at the door to fuck off? <laughs> I didn't know she was at a bus stop with Joshua as well. And he apparently thought it was hilarious that I was rowing with the bin auditor at half eight in the morning, hanging out the window, naked I might add, obviously, because I sleep naked. So that was a hell of a, a position to be in. Um, so then I shut the window and I go back to bed and I'm, you know, texting with Sarah and I think, oh, I'm never going to get back to sleep now. So I lay in bed for a bit and Sarah gets home and I get up. We have a brew and um, I think we had a brew. Did we have a brew? Yeah. We had a brew, apparently. A brew being a cup of tea, obviously. Sarah's in the uh, living room. I'm in the kitchen editing this podcast and getting them uploaded. It's a big, it's a big team on the podcast. I record it, then I send it to my friend Taylor who processes the audio, not this one, the magic one, and then I send it to another friend called Adam who listens to it, tells me where the gaps are, and I edit them out. <clears throat> it's professional enterprise that, not like this one where I just record it with my phone and talk shit for twenty minutes every day. So anyway, that was what happened this morning. Then Sarah tells me, I said, oh, I knew it must have been this time because you were out of bed. She said, well, I was out of bed since four o'clock. I said, why were you out of bed? She said, well, you have taken to firstly lying on your back, which must be a, you know, a thing of putting on weight, so you snore. But when you're not snoring, you're shouting stuff out to do with Call of Duty. <laughs> Apparently... In the middle of it, now I've always been a sleep talker. I thrash about quite a bit. I sometimes sit up in bed. I have really quite graphic nightmares, but I also am a bit of a shouter sometimes, which always worries me. I'm lucky I haven't got anything to be guilty about. Otherwise I'd be, you know, shouting out all my secrets, but I don't have to worry. But the things that I shout out about are um, 
this game, apparently. So Sarah is asleep, and in the middle of the night, all she hears me shouting is, Get the load out! I'm getting pushed! They're pushing me! Quick! Res me! Res me! I'm getting pushed! I'm gonna die! I'm dead! Oh, fuck's sake, I'm in the gulag. <laughs> apparently this sort of thing goes on for hours so she's had enough of it gets out of bed and goes and sleeps on the couch oh god i feel so guilty i'm not easy to live with while i'm awake now i'm a pain in the ass when i'm asleep (laughs) no wonder sarah threatens to divorce me on a weekly basis we still getting divorced apparently we are obviously that's a joke right Apparently we're not. I thought I'd better clear that up in case Joshua was still awake and could hear what we're talking about in his bedroom. <laughs> Mind you, he is a say that sort of thing to each other, left, right and centre. So anyway, the I did the Alakazam lecture last night. Did I just say this already? Oh yeah, and I googled it. That's how I got into this story. So I googled it and um, I wanted to read the reviews because I was in a shitty mood. So I thought, uh, this will cheer me up. Reading a bit of praise never hurts, does it? And... Um, when I googled it, the website that it should have been on was the first website, the Alakazam website. But the second website that came up was a Chinese torrent website. Not only had they ripped off my lecture less than an hour after it had finished, but the cheeky bastards also had it on pre-order. <laughs> so you've been able to pre-order my lecture on this rip-off website from China for as long as it's been on sale... Not only do they rip you off, but they now say, we're about to rip this off. Get your orders in early. Can you believe that? Ripped off by a torrent website out of China. I literally cannot believe it. I've looked on the website. They've got all of my stuff. They've ripped off everything I've ever put out. And it's like $5 as well. It's well cheap. I'm genuinely blown away. I know that it's swift, the old art of the ripoff. But I mean, that is quick, isn't it? It's the fastest I've ever seen. Oh, God. And now, you know, who knows, but it appears that Anchor isn't working. It'll really annoy me if I can't get this uploaded before midnight, because it's important to me that stuff goes up. I know I'll have still done it today. I'm recording this. It's half past eight at night. Um, I know I'll have still recorded it within the day, but I feel like it's got to go live the right day. You know, I should have done it this afternoon, really. I wasn't up too much until three o'clock. I should have done it one. But, you know, I sort of... It annoys me when stuff doesn't work. I've got an iPhone 12 Pro Max, right? It's the newest iPhone. It's the best model of the newest iPhone. And I live in a first world country where I've got the internet. So when it doesn't work, there's nothing like you. I've got the best thing. Why doesn't it work? I don't understand. It drives me insane. Does anybody else have this problem? Tell me if you have this problem, because it'll really make me feel a relief. Sometimes I'm trying to load something like Facebook or a website or, you know, um, um, (laughs) I nearly went into a list of different types of pornography and I realized it would tell you a lot more about me than I'm willing for you to know. But, um, (laughs) but I'm trying to load something and it won't load. So I'll turn off the Wi-Fi. Suddenly it loads. But then I'll be looking at stuff on 4G and it might not load. So I'll turn on the Wi-Fi. Suddenly it loads. Does anybody else have that? Sometimes the thing you're trying to load just gets stuck and it just will not load on whatever thing you're on. I don't understand it. I've got the best thing. And by the way, 
best thing is obviously, obviously subjective. We've talked about the difference between Android and Apple before. And, you know, maybe Apple isn't the best thing. Maybe Android is better. But even if it is, I still don't want one, you boring twats. <laughs> Look at how many names I've called you today. This has become an abusive relationship, which is not funny, by the way, but it has. I'm, you can tell I'm in a shitty mood and that I woke up too early. I didn't go to sleep till three. Well, I didn't go to bed till three. Who knows when I fell asleep? Then I dreamt all night I was in a war zone because of a computer game. Then I woke up and had a row with a bin man. And then I, Sarah came home and, you know, threatened to divorce me again over a brew. So no wonder I'm in a shitty mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but hey the lecture was fun last night i did uh, a few new things that i never taught before so that was interesting i'll tell you what else annoys me on the internet right these do you know what a recapture is you know the little thing that comes up when you try to go on a website and you put your password in and you're in your username and you click login and then it brings up this box. And usually there are two different types that I'm really aware of. One of them is where you have to try and decipher some letters and numbers that are a mix and you can't quite work out what they are. And sometimes you have to refresh it a couple of times, then you type it in and that knows you're not a robot. I've talked about this before, haven't I? Because I talked about if a computer program is clever enough to hack your PayPal, surely it's clever enough to know the difference between a crosswalk and a fire engine. <laughs> <laughs> but something else occurred to me. These pictures are always highlight all the crosswalks in these photographs. Or sometimes it'll be a picture of like outside of a school and you have to click all the squares that the bus runs into and stuff like that. Who takes these photographs? I know I've moaned about the idea that the, the thing before that surely a computer system that can crack a code can work out the difference between two different photographs. Even though it's, I've been told by loads of people who listen, yeah, but it's two different types of code. Well, yeah, that is the case may be. But if you're clever enough to do either of those things, surely you're clever enough to put another bit of code in that tells them what order to do them in and when to do them. I mean, that's no boundary, is it? Surely, come on. But what I want to know is, who takes those photographs? Who's going around saying, is it, oh, there's traffic lights there. I better take a picture of that. They're very specific. They're always traffic lights, crosswalks, bridges, bicycles, um, fire hydrants. Um, what else are on them things, babe? Zebra crossings. Zebra cross. Yeah, I said crosswalks. She's in the living room. It's always the same shit, though. It's always the same shit. So... Who's doing that? Is that a job you can get? Can I walk around Preston and photograph every traffic light and crosswalk and fire engine and fire hydrant and red door and, you know, bus lane or whatever, and then put them in categories and sell them? Because <laughs> you never see the same picture twice, or at least I don't think you do. Is it, has it always got to be different? Is that part of the security? They can't always be different because they'd run out too quickly. Right. If you know anything about recapture, and by the way, I mean, if you know anything, you don't Google it and then tell me that you know about it. I can Google it. If you already know something about it, some inside track beyond what I can find on Google, let me know. I'm interested. I want to know what is going on there. Let's see if the Anchor website's working. I've got it logged in on my uh, computer as well. Gosh, it's still not working, you know. 
It says when you try to get on anchor.fm, I mean, you won't be able to check this because by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be working again. Due to a widespread outage with a third party service, Anchor FM is temporarily down. Anchor hosted podcasts are still available and the listening app is available as normal. Analytics will not be affected, but you're not able to log in and post stuff essentially. Then when you click third party service, it takes you to another website Amazon Web Services. Oh, here we go. So what's up with Amazon? Amazon Web Services, Service Health Dashboard. We continue towards recovery of the issue affecting Kinesis data streams. Um, continue to see improvement. Continue, yeah, whatever this Kinesis data streams thing is, that's what's not working. Um, this issue could affect other services, including... God, it's a big list this, you know. ACM, Amplify Console, API Gateway, AppStream, AppSync, Athena, Batch, Code Artifact, CloudFormation, CloudMap, CloudTrail, Cognito, Connect, Dynamo, EventBridge, Glue, SageMaker, Support Console, MediaLive, MediaConvert, Resource Health. There's loads of stuff. And apparently, this is quite interesting, this uh, web thing, because it shows you all of the different stuff that's working and isn't working. Wow, I've, I feel like I've hacked into something that I shouldn't know about. Uh, Status.aws.amazon.com. If you go to that, it tells you all of the Amazon run um, stuff and whether or not it's working. So Amazon for business, Amazon stream, etc. all working. But there's a list of ones that don't work. And whichever one doesn't work, apparently, has got something to do with Anchor. Now, Anchor is owned by Spotify. So does a Spotify owned by Amazon? They're not, are they? Spotify ownership. Let's have a look. Uh, 65% of Spotify is owned by six parties. Uh, Daniel Eck and Martin Lorenzen, Bailey Gilt. No. I'm sure that they're... Who owns Anchor? I might have got it the wrong way around. Yeah, Anchor is owned by Spotify. Hmm, I'm confused. Anchor and Amazon. Um... No, there doesn't seem to be any link that comes up. Oh, well, I knew that Anchor was owned by Spotify. Uh, right, friends, that's today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like that was quite funny, actually, because I laughed a lot. That's no... Uh, I laugh a lot in the house, though, and Sarah doesn't think I'm quite funny, so that's no, um, <laughs> that's no guarantee of success. Anyway, have a good day. I'll speak to you later, friends, and uh, hopefully I get this up before midnight, said the uh, bishop to the actress. Bye.